Welcome to Zichud Daf Siman Member by Avram Goldai and Tirmo Zechus Ksubis Daf Chav Hey. The second pair, Kaisha Shinis Armula. The Zichud Mesechus Ksubis program has been generously sponsored as a schus for Hachazachas Torah. So the three daps are going to focus on number one. Rav Huna Braid Rav Yeshua said, "I found the Rabbanan in the basement just saying that even according to the one who says that nowadays Truma is only the Rabbanan, for he holds that Ezra only sanctified the land until the Chorban, Chala is a Dereisa." For in the days of Yeshua, during the seven years of conquest, and the seven years they apportioned the land to the Shvatim, Nizchayvu b'chavu, Nizchayvu b'truma. They were chayv in the midst of chala, but not in the midst of a truma. But I said to them that it's the opposite. Even according to the one who holds that truma is the raisa, for he holds that Ezra sanctified the land forever, chala is only the rabban. For it was taught in a brisa, you must separate chala, b'v'ochem al-arts, upon your coming into the land. Since it states upon your coming, I might have thought that Chiyuv begins when two or three Miraglim enter the land. Therefore, the Torah states, Bevoachem, upon your coming, which teaches, Bevias Kulchem Amarti, Bevias Miksasam, upon the coming of all of you, I said you must separate Chawa, and not upon the coming of some of you. And when Ezra came up from Babel, not all the Jews came up. As a result, Chawa nowadays is only Adarabanan. Point number two is taught in a brisa. Chazakal kohuna nesias kapaim vechila karanos veedos. A chazaka that a man is a kohen can be established by testifying that he recited birkos kohanim or that he received truma during the distribution at the granaries and by edos, which Rashi explains means that Adim testified that his father was a kohen and his mother was fit to marry a kohen. When the Gemara questions, how can say that edos only establishes a chazaka when edos is absolute proof of kohuna? It concludes that the brisa means edos abama ko chazaka ko chazaka. Adis based on a presumptive status is like that of the presumptive status itself. This is like the case when a man came before Rabbi Ami and said, I presume that this man is a Kohen. When Rabbi Ami asked him why he thought that, the man responded that he saw him get the first Aliyah. When Rabbi Ami suggested perhaps it was just a covet for being a great man, the man replied that he saw a Levi come after him and read second. Rabbi Ami elevated the man to the Kuna to permit him to eat Rumah. And pointing with you, Rebbe and Rebbe Chia gave rulings in different cases. One elevated a son to the kuna based on the word of his father, and one elevated a brother to the status of a levi based on the word of his brother. The Gemara determines that Rebbe was the one who elevated a son based on the word of his father. From a bride where Rebbe taught, If someone came and said, this is my son and he's a kohen, he's believed to the extent of letting him eat truma, but not to the extent of marrying a woman of Yichus. He explained to Rebbe Chia, who disagreed, that he believes him regarding truma, since it's in the father's power to give him truma to eat. Rashi explains that the father's a Kohen and the people give him Truma, but it's not in the father's power to marry him off to a woman of Yichus. The Gemara asks why Rebbe rejected the Edus of the father about the son, but accepted the Edus of the brother about the brother, even though he's also a relative, and answers the case was where the brother was speaking casually, without awareness and intent to help his brother. So once again, the three points are number one. Rapuna Breder of Yeshua said, I found the Rabbanan in the basement just saying that even according to the one who says that nowadays Truma is only the Rabbanan, for he holds that Ezra only sanctified the land until the Churban, Chala is a Dereisa. For in the days of Yeshua, during the seven years of conquest and the seven years they apportioned the land to the Shvatim, Nishchaibu Bechalb and Nishchaibu Truma. They were Chayb in the midst of Chalb, but not in the midst of Truma. But I said to them that it's the opposite. Even according to the one who holds that Truma is the Raisa, for he holds that Ezra sanctified the land forever, Chal is only the Rabban. For it was taught in a Brisa, you must separate Chal upon your coming into the land. Since it states upon your coming, I might have thought that Chiyuv begins when two or three Miraglim enter the land. Therefore, the Torah states upon your coming, which teaches upon the coming of all of you, I said you must separate Chal, and not upon the coming of some of you. And when Ezra came out from Babel, 
Not all the Jews came up. As a result, Chala nowadays is only a Durabanan. Point number two is taught in the Brisa. Chazaka kohuna nesiyas kapayim v'chila karanos ve'edos. A chazaka that a man is a kohen can be established by testifying that he recited birkos kohanim or that he received truma during the distribution at the granaries and by edos, which Rashi explains means that Adim testified that his father was a kohen and his mother was fit to marry a kohen. When the Gemara questions, how can say that edos only establishes a chazaka when edos has absolute proof of kohuna? It concludes that the Brisa means edos habama ko chazaka ko chazaka. Aedas based on a presumptive status is like that of the presumptive status itself. This is like the case when a man came before Rabbi Ami and said, I presume that this man is a Kohen. When Rabbi Ami asked him why he thought that, the man responded that he saw him get the first Aliyah. When Rabbi Ami suggested perhaps it was just a covet for being a great man, the man replied that he saw a Levi come after him and read second. Rabbi Ami elevated the man to the Kuna to permit him to eat Ruma. And point number three, Rebbe and Rebbe Chia gave rulings in different cases. One elevated a son to the Kuna based on the word of his father, and one elevated a brother to the status of a Levi based on the word of his brother. The Gemara determines that Rebbe was the one who elevated a son based on the word of his father. From a Bryce who were Rebbe taught, If someone came and said, this is my son and he's a Kohen, he's believed to the extent of letting him eat Truma, but not to the extent of marrying a woman of Yichus. He explained to Rebbe Chia, who disagreed, that he believes him regarding Truma, since it's in the father's power to give him Truma to eat. Rashi explains that the father's a Kohen and the people give him Truma, but it's not in the father's power to marry him off to a woman of Yichus. The Gemara asked why Rebekiah rejected the Edus of the father about the son, but accepted the Edus of the brother about the brother, even though he's also a relative, and answers the case was where the brother was speaking casually, without awareness and intent to help his brother. All right, so now we go to Simon Dov Chafei, and her standard Simon is a silver wedding anniversary, which takes place after 25 years. So silver wedding anniversary. So here goes. When the husband saw his wife's reaction to a silver anniversary gift of a laminated card with a bracha for a fresh with a note that said, for a nowadays, which is a derabanan, he fled to shul and got the first aliyah as Cohen, followed by a levy, where his father was present and said, this is my son, and he is a Cohen. Once again, slow motion. When the husband saw his wife's reaction to a silver anniversary gift, silver anniversary, that must be more duff, chaf hey. When the husband saw his wife's reaction to a silver anniversary gift of a laminated car with a bracha for a fashas challah, with a note that said, for challah nowadays, which is a derabanan, which reminds us that challah nowadays is a derabanan for the Pusik states, you must separate challah upon your coming into the land. Bevoachem upon your coming teaches, bevias kulchem amarti vlobevias miksasam. Upon the coming of all of you, I said, you must separate challah and not upon the coming of some of you. And when Ezra came up from Babel, not all the Jews came up. As a result, Chala nowadays is only a Durabanan. So, when the husband saw his wife's reaction to a silver anniversary gift of the laminated car with the bracha for Afrasha's Chala, with a note that said, For Chala nowadays, which is a Durabanan, he fled to Shul and got the first Ali as Kohen, followed by a Levi, which reminds us, the more teaches, Edus Habama Ko Chazaka Ko Chazaka. Edus, based on a presumptive status, is like that of a presumptive status itself. This is like the case when a man came before Rabbi Ami and said, Muskani Bezeshu Kohen. I presume that this man is a Kohen. When Rabbi Ami asked why he thought that, the man responded that he saw him get the first Aliyah. When Rabbi Ami suggested perhaps it was just a covet for being a great man, the man replied that he saw a Levi come after him and read second. Rabbi Ami elevated the man to the Kuna to permit him to eat Ruma. So when the husband saw his wife's reaction to a silver anniversary gift of a laminated car with a bracha for a fresh's challah, with a note that said, For challah nowadays, which is a derabanan, he fled to Shul and got the first aliyah as Kohen, followed by a levy, 
where his father was present and said, this is my son, and he is a Kohen, which reminds us, Rebbe elevated a son to the Kuna based on the word of his father, for he taught, If someone came and said, this is my son, and he's a Kohen, he's believed to the extent of letting him eat truma, but not to the extent of marrying a woman of Yichus. He explained to Rabbi Yechiel, who disagreed, that he believes him regarding truma, since it's in the father's power to give him truma to eat. Rabbi Yechiel rejected the testimony of the father about the son, but accepted the aidus of a brother about the brother that he's a levi, even though he's also a relative, because he was Messiah Chifituma, speaking casually, without awareness and intent to help his brother. So once again, when the husband saw his wife's reaction to a silver anniversary gift of a laminated car with a bracha for a Rosh Hashanah, with a note that said, For a Kohen nowadays, which is a the Rabbanan, he fled to Shul and got the first Aliyah as Kohen, followed by a Levi, where his father was present and said, This is my son, and he is a Kohen. Alright, so now it's time for Four Blabach Hazara. Daf Chafav. So the similar Daf Chafav is a car pronounced Ka by people from Boston. So here goes. When the surviving witness drove his Ka, Ka, that must be more Daf Chafav. When the surviving witness drove his Ka and tossed the clay shard with his signature on it towards Beistan, which reminds us, Rav Yudah said in the name of Rav, If two people sign on a star and one of them died, we need two people from the Shuk to testify about a signature and the surviving witness cannot be one of them. If there's only one aide who recognizes the signature of the deceased, let the surviving aide write his signature on a shard and throw it into Basin, and Basin will verify his signature on the shard so that he will not have to testify about his own signature. Then he and the other person from the Shuk can testify about the other signature on the star, for he will be providing only one half of the testimony needed. The more clarifies that he should not write his signature on a scroll, for perhaps a dishonest person will find it and write on it, above the signature, that the person owes him an amount of money. So, when the surviving witness drove his ka and tossed the clay shard with the signature on it towards base, then it flew right between an aid and a dayan, who cannot be mitzdarv, which reminds us, an aid and a dayan cannot be mitzdarv, since the aid, according to the chamim, is testifying about the amount of money in the star, and the dayan is testifying about its certification. So, when the surviving witness drove his ka and tossed the clay shard with the signature on it towards base, then it flew right between an aid and a dayan, who cannot be mitzdarv, and landed in front of two Dayanim who were testifying before a third Dayan that they recognized his signatures on a star, which reminds us, the Gemara revises one of Ravuna's rulings to teach that if two of the three Dayanim recognize the signatures on a star, before they write the certification, they may testify before the remaining Dayan about the signatures and then sign the certification afterwards. The Gemara infers from here, aid Nasa Dayan, that a witness may become a judge in the case where he testified. This does not apply with Edus Achodesh, which is a derisa, but does apply with Kima Shtaros, the Rabban, certification of Shtaros, which is a Rabban. Dav Chav Beis, so the similar Dav Chav Beis is a cab. So here goes. The father was taking his young Choshev and beautiful daughter in a cab. A cab? That must be more in Dav Chav Beis. The father was taking his young Choshev and beautiful daughter in a cab to give to a certain man as a wife, which reminds us, the Pasuk of Esbiti Nesati Lisha is needed for what Rav Huna said in the name of Rav. From where in the Torah is it derived that a father is believed to forbid his daughter to all men by declaring that she's a married woman? The Pasuk states, Esbiti Nesati Lish, my daughter have given to this man as a wife. So the father was taking his young Chosheb and beautiful daughter in a cab to give to a certain man as a wife and was proud when she told the cab driver she was already Mekudeshes when she wasn't, which reminds us, it was taught in a brisa. If a woman said, I'm married, and then went back and said, I'm unmarried, she's believed that she is unmarried, even though her second statement contradicts her first one. 
Rabba Ravuna said that Bryce is discussing a case where she gave Anamala a reasonable explanation for her first words, an incident relating to Brysa with a prominent woman who was very beautiful and many men jumped to try to be Makadashir and she would say to them, I'm Mukadeshis. Later she became Mukadeshis and when the Rabban asked her how she could become Mukadeshis to a different man, she explained that she would say she was Mukadeshis to men who were not appropriate for her so they wouldn't bother her. So the father was taking his young chashev and beautiful daughter in a cab to give to a certain man as a wife and was proud when she told the cab driver she was already Mukudeshes. When she wasn't, got frustrated when the cab got stuck between two aiding contradicting each other about whether a woman's husband died and another two about whether a woman was divorced. Which reminds us, Rabbi Yochanan said that if two aiding said that a man died and two other aiding said he did not die, his wife may not marry another man. But if she did, she doesn't have to leave him. But if two witnesses say a woman is divorced and another two women say that she's not divorced, she may not marry another man. And if she did, she must leave him. The Gemara explains why Rabbi Yochanan allows her to stay married when the issue is her husband's death, yet requires her to leave when the issue is divorce and brings three explanations. Daf Chaf Gimel. So the simmer Daf Chaf Gimel is Kugelach. So here goes. The Courtyard Kugelach Competition. Kugelach. That must be more Daf Chaf Gimel. The Courtyard Kugelach competition was so captivating that the residents didn't see their neighbors' Kedushan and Gerishan taking place in private, which reminds us the Ravashi explained the difference between the two cases of two sets of aiding with contradictory aidas, whether a woman was Mukadeshis or a woman was divorced, is when the witnesses say, We saw her become Mukadeshis, and the second said they did not. The cases where the woman and witnesses live in the same chatzar. One might have thought that if she was Mukudeshis, Kala Esli Lamilsa, that there would have been a call amongst the neighbors and it would be known. The Bryce is coming to teach that people sometimes Mukadesh privately and it's not known. Therefore, she must leave the second husband. But in the second case regarding divorce, one might have thought that if the woman was divorced, Kala Esli Lamilsa, it is something that would be publicized and well known to the neighbors. Therefore, the Bryce is coming to teach that people do divorce privately and if she marries, she does does not have to leave the second husband. So the courtyard Kugelach competition was so captivating that the residents didn't see their neighbors Kedushin and Gerishin taking place in private, nor notice the rabbi's two daughters being taken captive, which reminds us of the incident when Shmuel's daughters were taken captive. So the courtyard Kugelach competition was so captivating that the residents didn't see their neighbors Kedushin and Gerishin taking place in private, nor notice the rabbi's two daughters being taken captive, who upon their return testified that the other one was Tower and not violated. Which reminds the next mission states that if two women were captured by Nakrim, and Rashi explains that there were Aedim, and each one said, Nishbesi itohrani, I was captured and impure, they're not believed. But if they testify for one another, they are believed. Rashi explains that the Rabban were lenient for a captive woman to believe one witness, and even a woman, that the captive was not violated. So the similar Chavdalad is a pitcher. So here goes. The two Kohanim holding pitchers. Pitchers? That must be more on Daf. The two Kohanim holding pictures labeled, I am a Kohen, and my friend is a Kohen, which reminds us, it was taught in a brace of two men say about each other, Ani Kohen b'chaviri Kohen, Neman l'achil b'truma, I am a Kohen, my friend is a Kohen, each is believed to enable the other to eat truma, but not to the extent of marrying a woman of good yichus, unless there are three men, two of whom would testify about this one, and two of whom would testify about that one. Rush explains that it's a malahi b'yuchsen, a higher standard that the abundance set for Kohanim requiring two witnesses. But Yudah says he's not believed even to let the other one eat truma, unless there are three men, two of whom would testify about this one, and two of whom who testify about that one. The more assumes that the Malchokas is whether we are choshesh l'gomlin, whether we suspect collusion between them, and the Kohanim hold we're not suspect, and Rebut holds we are suspect. So the two Kohanim holding pictures labeled, I'm a Kohen, and my friend is a Kohen, decide to give them as gifts to two Kohanim who were elevated to yochsin based on eating truma and what was written in the star, which reminds us, 
The Gemara brings an alternative explanation of the Malchoks between the Chachamim and Rabbi Yehuda saying, They disagree whether we elevate a Kohen who eats Truma to the status of one who has good Kohanic Yuchos. And the Gemara asks, What's the Halacha regarding elevating someone who's called a Kohen in a document to good Kohanic Yuchos? Rav Huna and Rav Chizda disagreed. One said we do elevate, and the other said we do not. So, the two Kohanim holding pictures labeled, I'm a Kohen and my friend is a Kohen, decide to give them as gifts to two Kohanim who were elevated to Yuxin based on eating Truma and what was written in a star. While one family of Kohanim from Gaulus with widely known problematic Yichos sadly looked on. Which reminds us of Chizim Rabbi Avina disagree whether we elevate a Kohen based on his doing the Sis Kapaim, Birkas Kohanim. Rav brought a brisa with Hatir Shasa, who's Nehemia, who forbid Kohanim with questionable yichos who returned from Babel to eat from Kadshim, but did permit them to eat truma based on the chazaka that they hate in truma while in Gauls. Rav inferred that these Kohanim could also continue doing Birchus Kohanim based on the chazaka they had done so in Gauls, and said that if one who didn't see his kapayim was elevated to good yichos, what was accomplished by prohibiting them from eating Kadshim? The Gemara refutes this proof, saying, Shani This situation was different because their status was widely known to be problematic. All right, now it's time to conclude the pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which stuff do you learn that when two captive women testify that the other one is Tahar, they're believed? And this is a cool the Rabban made for captives. This is Zandav. Chav Gimel. Good number two, which stuff do you learn that Chal nowadays is the Rabban? And it was based on the Pasuk, Babo Achem Arts. That's Zandav. Chav Hey. Good number three. Which of the one according to Wamshot that the Malchus been reviewed in the Chumim in the case of one testifying that he and his friend are Kohanim is whether we are Choshesh Legomlin, that's on Dav? Good number four. Which of the one the Rebbe held a father is believed when he says his son is a Kohen because it's in his hands to feed him Truma, that's on Dav? Good number five. Which stuff they learn that a woman can say she's Mikudeshes when she's not in order that certain men don't bother her? That's on Duff. Good number six. Which stuff do we have the question whether we are Mali Matrumal Yuxin and also from Staros the Yuxin? That's on Duff. Good number seven. Which of the women that Edus Habama Ko Chazaka Ko Chazaka, such as in the case of someone who sees a cone get the first Aliyah followed by a Levi? That's on Duff. Good number eight. Which of the women that a father can forbid his daughter to amen when he says, as beating the Satil Isha Zeh? That's on Duff. Good number nine. Which of the women that an Eid and a Dain cannot be much starved since the Eid is testifying about the amount in the star and the Dain is testifying about its certification? That's on Duff. Good number ten. Which stuff did we learn that an Eid can use notes to help him recall his testimony? That's on Duff. Excellent. That concludes today's shir. This is Rabbi Avram Golden Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.